Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. A bit of nostalgia for me on this edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast recap, because we're breaking down the interview from John David Mann, who was my very, very, very first media appearance ever. He was the Yes, he was the first person from the media who ever interviewed me for an article. And it was a really nice feature article. And that was like full, full, full circle. So. As you can hear, I'm joined by my partner, AJ Vaden, the CEO of Brand Builders Group. We're talking about how to be a better writer, although as John David Mann says, which I love, his new ebook is called How to Write Good or at Least Gooder, (laughs) which is great. So um, AJ, why don't you kick us off? We'll share our top three takeaways each of what we pulled out and what we learned from John David Mann. Yeah, I love this first one. I thought this was so good. Is that the hero of the story is not a person, that the hero of a story is a concept or an idea. I just love the whole idea around not making any one person the hero because there's never a hero. There are heroes in every story. And how do you define who is the hero of a story? I think really demotes all of the other contributions to the other characters, real life or in fiction. And so removing that pressure away from a person, I think just elevates everything that you do. And you go, no, the hero is not a person. The hero is a concept or an idea that might be taught by a person, a character, but it is not that person. It's the idea or the concept itself. Thought it was so good. That's so good. You took it right off my list. That was my number one takeaway. (laughs) Have the hero be a concept or an idea, not a person. And what it made me think of. So One of our events that we have is called Bestseller Launch Plan, and it's very specific around we teach the mechanics of how do launches work and how do bestseller lists work and da, 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 da. 
And we go through this whole thing and this whole system. There's a ton of stuff to know and learn. It's, it's one of my favorite events that we have. But one of the moments towards the very end of the two days is we say, there is no such thing as a New York Times bestselling author. There is only such a thing as a New York Times bestselling team. There is only such a thing as a New York Times bestselling team. It's a group of people. Like that'd be true. (laughs) That that that'd be true. I mean, nothing great in the world is ever accomplished single-handedly. Great. You nailed it. What a cool idea and what a cool way of writing to go, okay, even if you have a hero character in the story, Mm. the real hero has to be bigger than that, bigger than a character, because that's the truth of the real world and the human experience. So yeah, we both had the same first one. Yeah. And my second one is kind of similar to that along this character idea. And a lot of this conversation, right, is around like writing. So writing books, writing articles, but writing. But I thought this was really interesting. It's Spend as much time getting to know the character, the voice of whatever you're writing, a blog, an article, but spend as much time asking yourself, who is this character as you do anything else? You said, or he said, I don't remember, but know the character better than you know yourself, right? It's like, ask yourself, like, who is this person? What do they do? What do they love? It's find out all the intricacies of this character, then start writing. And I think you could do the exact same thing if you're not writing like fiction, but you're writing to your audience. You must know your audience that well. So this is a huge part. And I think what connected to me is we spend a lot of time at Brand Builders Group and our signature content called Finding Your Brand DNA of helping you really define who is your core target audience. And we spend a lot of time on this. Like who's your primary audience? Who's your secondary? Who's your tertiary? Who's that ideal avatar? And when we get to that ideal avatar, who's in the very core focus, like right here in the middle, like right here, you need to know every single thing about this person. And so we have a list of like 30 questions that we go for. What are their dreams? What are their hopes? What are their aspirations? What are their fears? What are their limiting beliefs? What questions do they have? What do they like to eat, drink? Where do they live? Are they married? Are they single? Are they divorced? right? It's like, how many kids do they have? What are their kids' names? What are their kids' ages? Like we really build out a profile and it's for this reason, right? It's like, you have to know your audience as well as you, I almost said as good as, like it got good on my brain as well as you know yourself. So ask yourself, who is my audience or who is this character? And focus on that before you start worrying about content, because the content is only going to be relevant if you know exactly who it's for. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. So once again, you have taken the words out of my mouth on my second, my second takeaway (laughs) which is that characters develop through curiosity about who they really are. Amen to everything you just said. That's exactly what I was thinking. One nuance to add to this conversation is 
specifically in the area of humor. When you are trying to add humor to a presentation, a lot of times humor is revealed naturally through stories by just asking yourself who are the characters and how they would interact together. Of course, our probably number one favorite TV show of all time is Modern Family. Not maybe, definitely. Definitely. (laughs) And if you step back and you look at Modern Family, it's basically there's a bunch of characters who are all very strong. They all have salient features. And then each episode, they just mix and match different characters together in a scene. And I don't know for sure if this is how they do it, but we've watched it so much. I have to think this is what they do is they go, okay, let's take... Jay and Gloria and Phil and put them at a carnival. What would happen? They take these characters and they never run out of ideas to write because they're exploring the depth of not only each character, but how would that character interact with another character? And you could just pull these together. And so it's just really, really brilliant. You can tell that John is an amazing writer. Again, you probably heard this in the interview, but if you don't know this, he was the co-author of The Go-Giver with Bob Berg, which is one of the best-selling nonfiction books of all time, and probably in my top five favorite books. I mean, it's just, it is an, an amazing book. And so this character's, it's like, there's room for humor and entertainment and depth and emotion. Drama, um, all the things. Drama, yeah, all, <laughs> all the things. All right, so AJ, why don't you go ahead and just tell everyone what our third takeaway is, even though you don't know for sure what mine is. There, you, you probably it's have possible. the same. It's, it's possible. There's often interviews where it's like, well, we're probably going to have the same ones, which is always fine too. My third and final one is that... I just know so many people who would have what they call writer's block. And Mm. I would really like to say there is no such thing as writer's block. There's only memory block. Mm. And this is what I mean by that. It's like the only reason you're not writing is because you're not remembering all the things that you have to write about. Right. It's like, you know, you have memory block, not writer's block. Like somehow you have forgotten about all the events that have happened to you or to someone, you know, or to someone that, know someone you know, right? There are these stories and these events that happen all day long, every day, all around the world, in your life and in the lives of those around you. And then when you sit down to write, you forget about all of them, right? And it's it's not writer's block, it's a memory block. It's like somehow your memory just goes white, right? And you don't remember all the things that have happened to you, hardships, successes, failures, happy moments, surprise moments. And it's like, Instead of trying to figure out what should I be writing about, it's to think about all the events, all the stories that you've had in your life. And then what was the point or message behind that? What did you learn from that? What did someone else learn from that? But it's like, I believe that truly every great piece of content that I've ever read, book, article, interview, whatever, there is a story behind it. And it's like the whole message or the point of the story happened because it happened to someone. Like it was a real life event. And so it's like, as you get going into writing, it's like, just ask yourself, like, what does this look like in real life? So if you are a, an entrepreneur, it's like, what does entrepreneurship look like in real life? It's messy. And what does it look like for a working parent? Then it's real messy. And what does it look like for a working parent of two toddlers during COVID? Well, then it's just freaking chaotic, right? (laughs) So it's like, what does it look like in real life? 
and let that be the conduit for your content and what you write about and what you talk about. You don't actually have to come up with much. You just have to remember all of the things that already are happening all around you every single day, and then use those as the template, the outline for your content. Yeah, that's good. You know, and we always say if you're, you're most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were, and that happens through what you're doing, what you're talking about is telling stories about your life and you never run out of, you never run out of stuff <laughs> to say. You get 24 hours of news stories every day or maybe not 24 hours, but lots of hours. <laughs> um, so my third one actually was different. This was a very oh, technical writing tip, which I, I love because I love the technical tips. He said this, which I thought was super eloquent. He said, suspense is creating questions and then unwrapping details on the way to an answer. Suspense is creating questions and then unwrapping details on the way to an answer. There's so many parts of this that I love. So one is, what is suspense? It's creating questions. It's going, what's going to happen? Why did they do that? Where is this going? What's the next step? And that's part of what creates engagement mm -hmm. is that is suspense. That's what draws the audience in is it's creating these questions. And then this is the part I love, unwrapping details. What a beautiful illustration and way to think about telling a story. It's like a story is a gift that you slowly unwrap for people. And you expose a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more on the way to the answer, on the way to this wonderful destination where everything comes together. And there's this moment where there's a lesson, questions are answered, problems are solved, lessons, <laughs> lessons are learned. And I just thought that was super cool. And, and to go, oh, if you want to create more suspense, all you have to do is create more questions and don't leave a question unanswered. Yeah, I answer love that the, part. You just answer them one at a time and, and make sure you systematically work your way through them. That's I good. thought that was just delightful. <laughs> it's good. That's a very good technical tip. I like it. I like it. It's funny because I, when I was a teenager, my dream was like, I want to be a speaker. And I think as I've gotten older, it's like, I more really love writing. And it's like, gosh, I want to be a really great writer. This is really cool. So getting a chance to learn from one of the best writers of our time, John David Mann. What a treat. Go back, listen to the episode. Check out his new ebook, How to Write Good or at least Gooder, <laughs> which I just love. It's oh, uh, awesome. so great. Share this episode with someone in your life who wants to learn to be a better writer or just a better storyteller in general. Leave us your comments on social. Come say hi over on Instagram to me or LinkedIn to AJ and keep coming back. We're grateful you're here. We'll keep the content coming. We'll catch you next time on the Influential Personal Brand. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to 
podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 